Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday, January 29th, and uh, and it's Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. <laughs> We've got Chris on the phone. Where uh, where are you in this crazy world right now? I am in a place called Painesville, Ohio. It's a little bit of a shithole just <laughs> outside of Cleveland. I'm, I'm hoping that we don't have anybody listening from Painesville. <laughs> If you do, give me a shout. There you I go. I need somewhere to hang out at. I can, uh, I can understand it. So, uh, so Chris, of course, joining by phone. We have a lot to discuss today. Uh, I when I initially looked, I was like, man, there's not a lot to talk about. But, uh, but I was wrong. In fact, we do have a lot to talk about. Um, of course, we want to go ahead and do the rundown first. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Um, that's uh, you can find everything you need to know over there. That's the easiest place to get it. Everywhere that you need to follow us, all the different shows, any articles and whatnot that we post up, you can find over there. Your college football gambling content you can find over at sbrpicks.com/ncaaf. We do one show a week over there right now. That will expand. We will do more eventually as we go on. Uh, we'll be doing some Super Bowl stuff next week with them. But, uh, but you can find SBR Picks on YouTube. Make sure that you go and subscribe there. Very easy to do. Uh, looks like we got quite a few people in uh, watching the show. So if you guys want to jump into the chat, you can always do that. It will populate right in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, whatever platform you are on. The live show is on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and Facebook. Uh, we will be moving more towards a podcast-exclusive um set up, I guess you could call it, but uh, but we will let you know once we get that schedule figured out, everything, everything, whatever. Make sure you go subscribe to the podcast, though. If you miss any of the live shows, um, let's see, Matt says YouTube won't show the live show because it says that it's restricted. I don't know what the topics were that would be restricted. I do. What was it? You put Robin Hood in there. No, I didn't put Robin Hood in there. Oh, oh. Then, I, then I got no clue. I put a uh, R.I.P. John Cheney. I put stocks. I put Big Ben pay cut, and then two point three yeah. bucks bet in the SEC versus Big Twelve. Eh. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the just the word stocks. That is absolutely absurd. That's a- <laughs> guaranteed, my friend. <laughs> that is absolutely absurd. That's the new world order we live in. So enjoy it, fellas. Matt this said, is the world we live in. He said you have to turn off restricted view, and I'm like, it, but I don't think that's something that I have to turn off. It's like people have to actually click. Uh, boy, that's strange. That is something else. 
<laughs> this it's a new world this, order. This is the this is the new world order, brother. Ay 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 ay. All right. Um. Yeah. So if you guys want to jump into the chat, you can do that. Matt was able to get in on YouTube, so obviously people can jump in if they want to. Uh, yeah, he said that's what it is. So you can go in, but you have to click on it to see it. So that is that is absurd. That is so absurd. All right, let's let's get into the topics at hand today. Uh, the first thing. Oh, by the way, download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. You will be getting more podcasts than you will live videos. So just go, going forward, future wise podcast stuff. So don't have to worry about YouTube's yeah. bullshit restrictions. You got it. You got it. All right, let's start off with topic number one here. Uh, R.I.P. John Chaney, former Temple basketball coach, uh, coached for 24 seasons and made it to five Elite Eights, made it to the NCAA tournament 17 times. Now, everybody is going to, of course, remember the uh, the almost fight. You know, they tried to fight each other uh, with him and John Calipari and... You know, that's that's one thing. Now, those guys made up, and they made up so well. They became friends that Calipari's first game at Memphis, he scheduled it against John Chaney's Temple Owls. So, you know, that whole thing that's that's going to be driven out there, that is, uh, that's what happened with Calipari and John Chaney. But, uh, but looking back on what Chaney did, seasons leading the nation in lowest turnover percentage by coach since 1997. Uh, now, Chaney, uh, Chaney only coached in 10 of these seasons, but Chaney's bunch led the nation in lowest turnover percentage six times. Uh, then behind him, you've got Todd Licklider and Bo Ryan, each tied with two seasons apiece. All other coaches have either zero or one during that time frame. That is absolutely insane. Like, six times your team has the lowest turnover percentage in the country? Like at, at yeah, amazing. pretty pretty incredible. He was a, a hell of a basketball coach, and and an incredible yeah, personality. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, no, def, definitely one of these old school guys that just didn't didn't care what anybody else thought of them. He he was a hard nosed coach, loved his kids, kids loved him, and uh, and he was a fighter. He was fiery. I mean, you know. Now you are you are dead on about that. Dead on about that. Um, so you hate to see the uh, the old guard moving out and whatnot. Uh, Cheney had not coached in in quite some time. Uh, he was still around the game some, but uh, but you know, I mean, at this point, you know, we've already we had him, and then Temple had Fran Dunphy for like a a long, long time. I mean, a whole other career at Temple, and then he retired, and uh, and they brought That's in right. you know a new guy. So it, it's been a little while since he's been the coach, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, being a kid watching his teams uh, growing up, you know, he he made Temple an institution in college basketball, and it is uh, it's always a sad day when we lose one, you know, always a sad day. That's right. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so let's move off of that. Let's talk about some of this stuff that is going on between Wall Street and, uh, I guess, the the everyman. Uh, everybody is is talking about this. I have never seen the stock market discussed at the rate that it is going. Uh, I, I put on Twitter last night, back in June, just as a, a gag, right? Because I've, I've got Robin Hood, like most people, um, Back in June, maybe not most people, a lot of people have Robin Hood. We'll say that. Uh, I bought, uh, is it Doggy Coin? Like the the cryptocurrency, it's it's just a, a fake cryptocurrency. It's not fake, whatever. Um, it's a gag, right, that the founder of Bitcoin started, you know, basically as a joke, but it is a legit cryptocurrency. Like there's not a lot of places that accept it, but there's some that do, whatever. I bought... 12, no, 46 shares at .002 cents per share. And that cost me 12 cents, right? So it was a joke. And you can get that on Robinhood? Yeah, you can get, well, it, I don't know that you can today. But you, you. I don't, I, I don't think you can right now. Yeah, I don't think you can today. You could as of last night. Uh, but of course, the, the volatility of the marketplace, they decided to shut it out. Um Matt said, just remember that all this GameStop stuff is hurting real people who own multiple boats. And, uh, and Ben said, Robin Hood is criminal. So I, I bought that, that doggy coin or whatever it is back in June for 12 cents. I got 46 shares for 12 cents. As of last night, that stock was worth over $2. My equity was over $2. And I bought it for so, point- Can I ask you a question? Yeah, and this is just a personal question, okay? Now, what somebody bets, what somebody spends on things, that's a very personal thing, okay? Yeah. Very intimate, very personal. I don't judge anybody for betting or gambling or, or investing, whatever they choose. But, like, was there a reason you didn't just put, like, five bucks on it, like a Lincoln on it? Just, and like, knowing you're going to piss it away. But, I mean, I've dropped $5 bills before and just, you know, it's just one of those things where it was, who gives a shit? It was leftover change. That was in my account. Okay, I was just about to say, what yep. was? How did you get to twelve cents? Like, yeah. that's just what you felt comfortable <laughs> risking. No. I just thought that was strange. It's like, wait a minute, just just put just put a Lincoln on that Joker, and you're fine. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Who gives a shit? Um, that's, that's literally like six seconds at a cheap ass blackjack table. No, no, I I had bought um, several other uh, just individual stocks. And okay, it was, so it's just, it just loose change out yeah, there. Yeah, it was okay. loose change that was still in my account, and I was like, hey, you know what, screw it, I'll toss it on this. And as of last night, that, that 12 cents had turned into $2.21, and I was just floored. At the, I mean, that's that's over 1,600% growth. 
It is stupid. Well, yeah, what happens if you put the Lincoln on it? Exactly, right? I mean, it would have been much, much more. Um, so, and but that was, again, just loose change, whatever. Like, that's absurd growth. It's not even, it's it's funny money at that point, right? Um, all of this stuff that's going on with GameStop and the way that the shorts are handled, and, and I'm not going to try and waste anybody's time and try and explain shorts because there are dozens of memes and all these different podcasts that would do a much better job of it. However... I am a little it's bit. It's really not that complicated. Yeah, it's oh, it's definitely five not. Seconds, five seconds of re, five seconds of research and a moron like me can figure it out. Yes, so. exactly. So what I'm torn on, and I'm curious your thoughts here is, I, I am trying to figure out the Robin Hood thing, right? I, so there's part of me that does believe that what they did was absolutely criminal. Like you have to leave it open for everybody. You have to whatever. And and if there was a push by somebody you know, in the Capitol or somebody in the White House or whatever, or somebody on Wall Street, that is criminal. That That is something that needs to be investigated and whatnot. However, if it's Robin Hood that is trying to, you know, I'm not going to say save, but, you know, because I think they do have some limits on stuff anyway so that people that don't know what they're doing don't just toss their money in and think they're going to get a, you know, fast payout. I'm curious if they were saving people from themselves people that didn't know what they were actually doing. And so yeah, but I, those, those limits are in the several thousands. Right, right. So I'm, that's what I'm curious so about. Stopping, is, stopping somebody from buying one share is not their responsibility at all. It's 100% not their responsibility at all. All right, so what, tell, me, tell me your thoughts on this because this is, this is crazy stuff that's going on. I just, well, I've got thoughts. My basic thought is the same thought as every little guy out there is, is we live in a system. We live in a system. Listen, and I will tell you, the best place, the absolute, see if I can find this real quick, the best place, there's a comedian named Dave Smith, okay, who who is a, listen, I don't know your politics, whatever, he's a hardcore libertarian. But the best way to, that I have heard, I've listened to 19 podcasts while driving this damn drive today, <laughs> and, and all of them addressed it. This is the best guy that I heard explain it the clearest. I'll give you the dummy version of that, but uh, his, his podcast is called Part of the Problem. Today's episode is only on this, and it breaks it down pretty simple. So the, anyway, at the end of it is um, my opinion on Robin Hood is what they're doing is they're make, they made a deal with the fat cat Wall Street guys. And yeah. we need to understand, the first thing that we all as the everyman needs to understand, the system is set up against you, okay? If you believe in our in our crony capitalistic system, then then you're just you've just been fooled. All right. I know that I get made fun of for being a cynic and, and just, a, you know, a, an untrusting bastard all the time. But but I'm telling you that all of the rules are set up for them, the big Wall Street guys to manipulate the market constantly. Nobody cares. For them to make fortunes, nobody cares. When we had the CARES Act, the quote-unquote CARES Act that just went through, that's the largest transfer of wealth in the history of our country. And it all went to Fat Cat Wall Street, and we all as Americans, as normal citizens, got a taste. Got a taste. If you're an adult tax-paying person, you got $1,200. And if you were a child, you got like five hundred bucks. Okay. Hey, by the way, like, but let me let me is... let me interrupt you right quick because this ties in with it. Ben jumped in on Twitch. He said, "Ha, this sounds like the group of five. You can play the game, you just can't win." 
you just can't win. That hell yes, that is a great analogy. By the way, is is we allow you to play the game. We just want to let you win. So what this is is them winning. The little guy finally coming together and winning. Now, let let me tell you. And, and this was an original thought of Dave's. I completely agree with it, though. Okay, I you know from from the years of listening to us, get a little political here. I am not an extremist left, not a super progressive. I am not an extremist right. I'm not super super uh, uh, conservative. Uh, conservative. I I am a moderate. I am a risk taker by nature, and and I want um, to challenge the establishment at all times, at all times, and it doesn't matter who's in charge of the establishment. Whoever the gatekeeper is, I'm always going to be a thorn in your side because I don't trust gatekeepers, okay? Yeah. Now, this this is a, an argument to the against the progressive side. We have lived in a world in which my 38 years on this earth, I have seen the leftists, the Democrats, fight and fight and fight against, quote-unquote, fat cat Wall Street, the rich not paying their fair share and trying to make that trickle down to the little guy, to the everyman, okay? And they've done it with taxes, and they've done it with laws and restrictions, and every time all that happens is Wall Street gets bigger, Wall Street gets richer, and the little guy gets poorer and poorer and poorer. They did this originally. Dave Smith goes into super detail on this, but they did this originally with the income tax which means everybody's going to pay into it, but the super rich are going to pay so much more, and therefore they're going to help the poor people. Well, really we live in a world where the super rich have a million loopholes and high high price tax attorneys to where they don't pay anything, and, and the poor people and the middle class people pay for everything, and that separates the divide. So all these rules and restrictions that the leftists have put into place for my 38 years in life haven't beaten Wall Street once, but you know what did? A group of every man, a group of regular folks that said, we're not going to take it. And they took a capitalistic view, a fundamental view of supply and demand, and they said, we're going to manipulate this market. They did it. They absolutely did it. And now we brought Wall Street to its knees for the first time ever. Real truth, not crony capitalism, which is what the right gives you, and, and not crony capitalism, which is what the left gives you, not all that bullshit fakeness, but real true capitalism of a group of people saying, we, we are going to overrun this market with demand, that we are going to jack up the supply, and anybody who bet against it is going to be crippled, crippled, and it has. It brought them to their knees to a point to where Robin Hood, who was started so the everyman could try their lot in life, take a little bit of savings, take a little bit of risk, try to make some money off of this deal, and, and just like the fat cats on Wall Street, try to get their piece of the pie. But now, well, we've taken too much, and so now you've got to get out. I'm telling you, if I had any clue on how to do any of this shit, it's somebody out there in Silicon Valley immediately needs to break away from Robin Hood or start their, a, a second version of Robin Hood to 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 to, uh, to to compete against them, they would steal the market share. I'm talking in less than 30 days, that company would be a billion-dollar company. Probably. Get up and running and get a product going because Robin Hood – and Robin Hood, they would, they would become solvent. They would become nothing. They would have no one. Their only purpose for being here is for the little man. Wall, they don't, Wall Street doesn't need them. Wall Street doesn't want them, okay? 
And now they've signed it with Wall Street, a group of people who aren't your customer base and aren't going to use you. Well, there, I don't so understand this. There, there are other uh, versions out there. There's Webull, there's uh, eTrader, there's you know all these different things that do a lot of the same things that so Robinhood I've, I've does. I've been a member. I'll tell you, I didn't. I, I had to follow Twitter for all this stuff. Yeah. with Robinhood that was going on because I I had no problems buying stocks yesterday. Buying these stocks yesterday. Now I can't buy the Dodge Coin. They eat, but I've been I've been a member of E Trade for the last five years, and 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 since I've you know basically owned my own business and, and tried to make a little money on my own, and um, you know I've, I've probably pissed away just as much as I made, but you know neither <laughs> here nor there. But but like it's one of those things where I've always used E Trade, and like as soon as I saw, I was I was too late to the game to get on GameStop, but the other ones I had no problem getting into. And and it got in super cheap, super low, and and I was able to buy no problem. Everybody on Robinhood's locked out of them, and yeah. so, um, so I but I didn't know. I never understood how Robinhood and E Trade are different. Like I guess I don't know. Anyway, all I know is this: leave. This is part of supply and demand as well. You don't have to use that platform. You don't you don't like these people doing what they're doing? Then leave them. Cash your accounts out and start another account somewhere else. When your bank pitches you off, leave that bank, close that bank down, and open another one somewhere else. Make these fools work for their money. Don't just give it to you. I love that free market, real, true, honest free market capitalism has finally brought, that's what it took to bring Wall Street to its knees, not more government regulation. Yes, yes, you're 100% right. You are 100% right. Love what's happening. So, uh, so I do agree with you. I am, uh, I am one of those that is sitting back and just trying to figure out when is it going to come crashing down. Um, oh yeah, somebody's gonna get left holding the bag. By the way, so yes. listen, I'm not a stock buyer's a guy. All right, this is gambling. It's another form of gambling. Do whatever the hell you want. Don't listen to me. I'm a moron that puts down hardwood floors for a living. Okay, <laughs> like, like don't don't get stock advice from me. But I'm just telling you, that, you know. What they're, what Robin Hood did is criminal. I think they should be brought up on charges. They're not going to be, and no, and and, and I'm going to tell you these these progressive left leaning people aren't your friend. Today, today, Elizabeth Warren tweeted out that she's like doing whatever she can to help the markets, like stop the manipulation of of that that we the people have done. So all these years, Wall Street manipulates the markets. Wall Street makes billions and billions of dollars, and you've never stopped them once. You've never stopped them, not one time. One time throughout history of Wall Street, the people, the people have manipulated to where a transfer of wealth came our way. And and super progressive Miss Elizabeth Warren, who's supposed to be for the people, is going to be one of the gatekeepers to stop it? That's, see, this is where I get pissed off. And this is where I call these people frauds. And and now I know I'm going to have people on the left attacking me in the that's fine. I, I, it, it's just one of those things where I don't know what you're supposed to do, you know, in this scenario. How am I supposed to read this? Ben jumped in on Twitch and said Chris could talk about this for an hour. And uh, and right before that, Matt said, can Chris repeat all of that? I had to step away for a minute and just caught the tail end. <laughs> you, can, you can go back and download the, download download the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> don't, re, don't re-watch the video. Down, literally seconds after this thing is done, I'm mean, talking less than five minutes. Gary has the podcast up. Yep. Hit that download button. You can fast forward through all the Gary's intros. Wait till I start yanging my yap, and uh, and then you can you can. Or better way, I'm telling you, 
Dave Smith, part of the problem. It's one of my favorite podcasts. He's super ultra libertarian. If you're not into all the political bullshit, you don't have to listen. Today's was only about Robin Hood, not super libertarian down your throat policies. And and he gives the best analogy I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to try to regurgitate it, learn it, so I can I can basically not rip it off. I'll always give him credit. It's his idea, but but share evangelize the way he explained it to the world. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Let's uh let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk some NFL right quick. Um, come on, a lot of talk about Ben Roethlisberger, and. I am curious your thoughts. Uh, it, it looks like he is willing to take a pay cut to stay with the Steelers. The Steelers ownership said we can't go forward with Ben Roethlisberger um, at the current price. Like the the way that <laughs> we, we we can't pay him forty one million dollars that our dumbass offered him. Yeah, well, because the uh, the salary cap is going down this next year, right? So that's what no, they. No, no, no. This is. They, yeah, that's what they said. Well, yeah, that's what, what they, they mean said. is, is your ass ain't worth $41 million and we were fools. Yes, very much so. So, Ben has come back and said he is not, like, he he's okay with taking a pay cut because he wants to play uh, another season with the Steelers. He wants to keep going with this. I'm, I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like the Steelers could get in on this quarterback sweepstakes this year because you've got a ton of rookies coming in. You've got a bunch of guys that are looking for new homes. They could get involved with this and and really make some noise and set themselves up for the future, and yet they are going to go back to the well with Big Ben again. What are your thoughts? I already know that you don't like Ben Roethlisberger, but I'm curious your thoughts on my, their, my thoughts, their thoughts here. I love, I love this, okay? Being a Browns fan and being in the tank for Lamar, and worshiping at the feet of Joseph Burrow. I, I love every part of this. Big Ben coming back at any price just makes my heart smile. Do you think next year he'll be able to throw the ball further than seven, eight yards? Uh, do you think he's no. going to have a stronger arm next year? Yeah, that's fine. No. I'm not worried at all. <laughs> I am interested to see how – let me tell you this, though. The NFL, the Players, um, the players Association and the NFL – Listen, it's not super easy to just take a pay cut, okay? You you sign that contract. At some point in time, you're going to owe him $41 million. The only thing I think they can do is is try to amortize it out over longer years. But they're going to end up paying all that money. And I, it, this is not a thing where they can just kick it out five years or three years, you know, and get, get it down to – not five, obviously. Yeah. But, like, get it down – because they, they really frown on that because contracts aren't always guaranteed in the NFL like other sports. They they do a real good job on not letting people just manipulate their contract. The way Tom was always able to take pay cuts was extending it out and more money on the back end. So at some point in time, the Piper is going to come calling just never really to the tune of $41 million. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, in, in this but situation. But I am curious how this works. Yeah. Well, and so I'm. I'm. It makes me think if they are going to do this, that they will look for a quarterback in the draft because you have to start getting ready at some point. Because it sounds like this would be a one year thing. He's going to play for one more year. Like that's what everybody talks like. So 
if that's no, the case. No, no, he's done. He's done. He doesn't need to play this year. He's got he's got no no gas left in him. They need to look for a quarterback to draft. But you don't have to do this. You could just tell him we're not interested. You know, thanks but no thanks, and go get your guy and start your guy next year. Yeah, and uh, the dead cap hit would would hurt. Um, but but, it, has, but it wouldn't hurt. Hang on, you're going to have a. You're going to have a quarterback on a rookie deal, so you're going to have one year of dead cap of $23 million. Yep, and that's not that bad. That's, so, so you're basically you're going to have like $25 million tied up in a quarterback. Man, that's pretty cheap for the most part, and it's I, only over yeah. one year. And then after that, you've got a quarterback on his rookie deal for four more years. That's not too shabby. That's not like, too I don't shabby. know why you have to. You're you're only having this conversation because you don't want to embarrass Ben by cutting him. That's yeah. it. But that means next year you're going to waste next season with Ben Roethlisberger being your starting quarterback because you're not going to bring a rookie in and start the rookie over Ben. That Ben's not signing this deal and taking his pay cut to hold the hold the pine. What uh? What is the Steelers NFL draft position? Do you do you remember? No, I bet they're probably twenty four twenty. Seven, something like that. They're pretty late. Let's see. All right, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. Steelers are, let's see. I mean, obviously, well into the 20s. Um, they are 24. Yep, 24. Yeah, I had a feeling it was somewhere around there. So CBS's mock has them taking Caleb Farley, cornerback uh, from Virginia Tech that sat out this past year. Uh, I hope, I hope that's exactly who they take, a cornerback that hadn't covered somebody in a year. Well, that is uh, that is something else. That is something else. That would, that would make my heart smile. It'd make my heart smile. Let's see. They've got yeah. Mac Jones going at 19. They've got uh, – let's see, what other quarterbacks? Hey, they've got uh, they've got your Patriots taking uh, Amon Ross St. Brown from USC, wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. They got Trey Lance at number eight. As far as quarterbacks go, they've got Zach Wilson at four. They got Justin Fields at two, and Trevor Lawrence at one. And Kyle Trask is nowhere in the first round. Wow! You think Kyle Trask cost himself money with that Oklahoma game? Uh, not just the Oklahoma game. I think the LSU game cost him money. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. All right. Uh, anyway. Um. So we'll move off of that. Let's talk about the uh, the biggest bet of the Super Bowl so far, and we are uh, over a week until time. But I, I'm curious your thoughts about this. $2.3 million bet put down on the Bucks plus 3.5 against the Chiefs. Is there anybody or any game or anything that you could think of that would make you put down $2.3 million on anything in, in sports? Well, I mean, if I had that kind of money, yeah. I mean, if I was a billionaire, sure, two point three billion, two point three million dollars. Not, not that it would be a regular thing, but a Super Bowl bet, sure. Like, sure, well, it's just funny money at that point, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking. I mean, that guy loses that, he's going to be furious. He's going to be upset. He's going to be pissed. Oh yeah. But at the same time, you know, yeah, it is what it is. He's still going to be rich. Yeah, you just go out to take your shot. I just, I couldn't imagine betting that much money against Patrick Mahomes, even if it is on Tom Brady, right? I, like, that doesn't seem like a, uh, like a smart way of spending $2.3 million to me. Yeah. But maybe I'm crazy. I mean, it's a, it's, a ga- it's a gamble. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a gamble. Oh, but, absolutely. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, if they, bet, if they bet money line, I'd feel a little bit crazier about it. But you get over the field goal. The Chiefs have covered, you know, they that, that Bills game is the first game they've covered, you know, what, eight or nine games. So, yeah. you know. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Matt said, I'll take my GameStop profits or GameStop profits and, uh, and bet on the game. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of people probably, right? Uh, McKinnon said yeah. Kyle Trask is going to be a steal for somebody. And Damian jumps in, hadn't heard from him in a bit, but he said, if that bet doesn't tell you that the NFL is rigged for Brady, I don't know what does. God. Why does everybody think that everything is rigged? Like, and I understand the conspiracy of- theories. I understand all that as far as Wall Street, and you see stuff like Robin Hood. I get it. But if there's no integrity... This can't be. There's no people... If How many people would have to be paid off? How many people would have to be a part of the conspiracy theory? These sports books don't make that much damn money. Yeah, they, they really don't. don't. It's the least pro- it's the least profitable room in the casino. It it doesn't make sense to me because it, you would have to pay off referees, you'd have to pay off coaches, you'd have to pay off all these players, so, commissioners. So, so all these coaches, all these coaches that get fired, okay? All these players that get their name ran through the muck that are in on the in on the tank for all these years have never said a word about it they've never not one person has ever been crushed by society made fun of all this time and then never said you know what i'm spilling the beans they paid me so much money that i'm not willing to talk it's you'd have to pay an exorbitant amount of money i mean just absurd well, no, you're talking you're talking about Thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And some of these folks already make 20, 30 million a year. So why would they, how much you got to pay them to keep quiet? I mean, it's got to be a lot of money. It's got to be a lot of money. Just the, anybody who puts more than nine seconds of thought into it realizes, yeah, that's a dumb rule. Like that's like, that's a dumb thought. Like thinking that it's rigged, that's dumb. Right. But you know, you got to not be a complete moron. You got to be willing to open your eyes. Matt said, uh, "Wasn't that be, the plot?" You got to be good at basic math. Yeah, Matt said, "Wasn't that the plot of the last Boy Scout?" Uh, it's something similar. Something similar. <laughs> All right, let's close out with this. We're not going to keep everybody for too long today. Um, the SEC versus Big Twelve College Basketball Challenge is this weekend, and we've talked uh, multiple times about the idea of doing this in football taking two conferences, pairing them against each other, and just that way every season you've got a different non-conference matchup. you got something going on that could be interesting. I like the idea of it. we got some big games coming up tomorrow. Uh, we've got Alabama and Oklahoma. That's a top 25 matchup. You've got Texas Tech and LSU. Uh, that's going to be in Baton Rouge. That's a pretty big matchup. Florida and West Virginia, TCU and Missouri, Auburn, Baylor, then you got Kansas and Tennessee, which is another top 25 matchup. Uh, you got Arkansas, Oklahoma State. That's going to be a lot of fun with Cade Cunningham and that bunch over in Stillwater. Um, and then, of course, your uh, your late one is Iowa State and Mississippi State. You know, I'm I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, if we went row by row, like these look like really fun football matchups as well. So <laughs> I'm uh, I'm curious what you think about this uh, from a football standpoint. And then, you know, do you – we are we are late January. Do you care anything about this college basketball non-conference matchup? No. I care nothing about the basketball. 
I love the idea of football. I'm here to tell you, all the Big 12 guys, get ready. Just get the talc out because I'm about to chap your ass, okay? Um, it'd be a bloodbath. It'd be an absolute bloodbath. Hey, you talking about but football? But you got one good matchup would yes. You got one good matchup would be like LSU to uh, like TCU. That that that's the list right there, man. That's where it's so, so it's Texas Tech and LSU, and I think in football LSU would wipe the floor with them. Uh, Alabama, well, yeah, Oklahoma. But I'm talking about like if you if you like took how these teams rank. Like on average, not this year or last year or whatever, but like the last five years ranking in your conference, okay? Yeah. And you took best down, best on best, all the way across. You know, every every game, you, you, we're not we're not close. We're not close, guys. The Big Twelve keeps beating the SEC in bowl games where the SEC team doesn't want to be there, and they and they get this, they get just a little bit of chub, and they get the dick flopping, and they think there's something hot. <laughs> But then as soon as they play a team that actually cares or matters, I think, like, getting the doors blown off is, is an understatement of what happens. I mean, yeah. we've set records against them, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I think I think you're right. Um, you know, I mean, we're, we're I mean, looking is at... There, let me ask you this honest question. In football, middling 5-5 five and five Ole Miss, I think would be a favorite against everybody but Texas or Oklahoma, and I would bet Ole Miss money line in both those games. Yeah, I think I'd probably agree with that. Think, I think about I would... how Ole Miss played Alabama. You don't think they could hang with Oklahoma? Oh, I think they absolutely could. You don't think they could hang with Texas? I, and that's, I, that's absolutely. five and five, middling ass. And, and that's the, guess what? That's the worst Ole Miss team we're going to see under Lane Kiffin. That's the least amount of talent that team's going to have under the Lane Kiffin era. I mean, there could be some really interesting matchups. Oklahoma State-Arkansas could be a lot of fun in, in football be uh, in the years to come. That'd be, that would be, that, that, okay, that would be a fantastic game. That would be a fantastic game. Baylor in and football. Auburn? That would be fantastic. And, and hang on, you got, you got, that's a coaching game, too. Yep. You got the mullet against Sam? Dude, that, that's two personalities that are, are not afraid of a microphone. So TCU and Missouri, of course, you know, both used to be in the Big Twelve. Um that yeah. would that I think that could be very interesting between Eli Drinkwitz. I mean and, football wise, that's boring. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it yes, obviously there's there's more high profile like, matchups. Like in the when it went to football, I put I picked LSU against TCU. They're both when they're hot, they're they can be one of the best teams in the conference. When they're not, they're you know, they're never gonna be bottom of the conference, but they're gonna be pretty close, you know. And and so I just think they're and I you know I love that coach and, you know that's a, I would like to measure myself against against TCU being the LSU guy um, I think that would be a fun game and I think it'd be close I think it'd be close I do not think bloodbath so I mean we'll see like obviously LSU has significantly more talent than than TCU uh, so it could yeah, be a bloodbath they, TCU has that problem against everybody they play how many times they beat Texas with significantly more talent. Uh, you're right, and, and uh, we all know that Texas, of course, has has different issues. But LSU, I mean, LSU wasn't great this past year with a lot of talent. So no, we're not. No, no, we're yeah. not above getting beat by a team like that. I think I think it'd be close. But it, no, maybe I'll right. give TCU too much respect. But I like. But I'm biased though. I love TCU. I love that's a, that's a coach <laughs> that in Patterson that I believe and I just trust can can kind of keep things together. How uh 
How long do you feel? Do you think he's a lifer there, or does TCU eventually get tired of of what they're dealing with right now? Well, no, I don't think. No, I don't think TCU would ever get rid of him. I think he's the fact that he's gotten them to the places he's gotten them. I mean, he got a Sugar Bowl win with them, right? Uh, a Peach Bowl Peach win. Bowl. Peach Peach Bowl. It was a Peach Bowl win. Peach I Bowl mean, win. that's a, but that's like, been six like years I, ago. Yeah, but that's been six. Hell, dude, that we talking about them build a statue to guys like that at TCU. Well, what are you talking about before him, they were winning national championships. <laughs> no, I mean they weren't, but yeah, I get the point. I get the point. Okay. Uh, like I, I think, yeah, I think he's there as long as he wants to be there. His name has come up for bigger jobs in the past. It always gets shot down. I don't know if other teams move on quickly from him or does he just want to be there? And because it's private school and you're talking Texas, rich ass Texas old money, nobody really knows what he makes. Like we can kind of read the tea leaves and we've seen reporting on private school earnings and stuff, but you don't know what them boosters are paying him. I mean, same thing with Notre Dame coach and Brian Kelly. Like, on paper, Brian Kelly makes $1.5 million a year. Yep. But we on know paper. that ain't right. No, no, no. You're 100% right. On paper. Um, so, I, I'll tell you this. I would like to work for a private school because I don't want people doing my business. No, you, you're right about that. Uh, Matt Mainly said, the um, IRS, by the way. Matt jumped in on YouTube. Uh, it said, like, didn't he say something in a meeting this past year and people called to get rid of him? Talking about Patterson, I think there was something that went I don't on. Remember, it 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 went away very quickly. Like it was, it, there was a. Hopefully, it wasn't like racist or something, right? I love, I love uh, Gary. I'd be, I'd be very upset if he if if, if he had a he it had was, a problem. But I don't, I don't, I don't I, remember that. I think it was, but it uh, other players like debunked it very quickly. So, and that's why it just okay. kind of disappeared. Maybe it was reported that he said something, but yeah, but other people say he didn't. I don't know. So well, if your players stand up for you, that says a lot. Yep. So. No, you're right about that. Uh, Texas and Kentucky was canceled due to COVID-19 concerns in Lexington. Um, there's nine games. Uh, you you figure SEC wins more than they lose, or or is this the Big 12s this year? I have Gary. I've <laughs> I've I've watched. I've watched zero. That's not true. I've watched a couple of LSU games, but that's that's the list. I mean, that's the list, man. I uh I am gonna go with the SEC winning five of these games and the Big Ten or Big Twelve uh, winning four of them. That is my thought process. So I want to ask your question on what's going on in Kentucky while we've got five seconds to talk about this. Okay. Do you think there's any world in which Cal gets sick of what's going on in Kentucky and decides to move on? Um. Yes. It is entirely. Do you possible. think there's a world in which Kentucky is sick of him and they choose to move on, or do they just not have the money to do that? Kentucky will never have the money that it takes to fire John Calipari. All right, That's, that that will Next never happen. Question behind that. Go ahead. So let's say Cal leaves. Okay. Okay. Let's say let's say LSU has to fire what's his ass Will Will Wade, and and they say Cal, come on down to Baton Rouge, and Cal says, I like gumbo. Let's go. And uh, and him and Coach O are buddy ended up down there. All right, let's say that happens. Who in the hell takes that Kentucky job, knowing that how much Cal Perry has won, getting them a national championship, and the people say, "Oh, it's only one." Well, yeah, but not a lot of people have two. So shut up and think. <laughs> if he wasn't good enough to make you happy, I'm going to take that job. Who who chooses that path? There. None of the big names 
it would not be Billy Donovan. They've gone after him like three times. It, it, no, not no, I think I think they're going to have to settle for some. Like you think Josh Tennessee fans were disappointed settling for Josh Heupel. Whoa, oh I yeah, this will be bad. I think the shock, the shock that will hit Big Blue Nation will be felt around the world. So after Tubby Smith, they hired Billy Gillespie. Right, and he was the and Texas that was a A&M. complete disaster. Well, it's because they they couldn't get anybody else because of how poorly the fans treated Tubby, even when he was winning. Right, and yes, but how, hey, what about what how they're treating Cal? Well, it's so so that's the deal, right? Like Cal obviously has done some really amazing things there. It's kind of fallen off as of late this year, especially. Uh, Damien said Patino would maybe, um, maybe you know I don't know he he didn't Ooh, seem to he didn't seem to what? have a problem going that to Louisville, might... so. That's interesting. I, and listen, that, I could see, I could see him, man. That's the ultimate heel move. And if if my boys in Baton Rouge don't get him, I will tell you this: Cal should do the same thing. Cal should just call Memphis and say, "You know what, guys? I went. I, I had my dream job. Let's come home to Memphis." Well, that'd be interesting. That'd be. Interesting. I don't know anyway, that you could fire Penny anyway, Hardaway. I don't think it's going to happen. I think both of them. Oh yeah. Right now, the way Penny's been coaching, yeah. Yeah, I think they push Penny Hardaway off a bus if they can get Cal back. Uh, maybe. maybe They won't tell you That's that today, but if tomorrow it happened, they'll all tell you they were grateful for everything Penny did, <laughs> but we're glad Cal's back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, man, let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's let's go and all enjoy right. the weekend. Uh, hopefully, all of you enjoy your weekends coming up. Of course, I... Uh, I'm going to get this podcast up and rolling, so make sure that you go and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate everybody that jumped in on YouTube, on Twitch, everything else. Uh, if you jumped in the chat, just know we love you for being here. Uh, but still, go download the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video, all that good stuff. Damien said, damn it, hire Jim Boylan. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um but yeah, go ahead and knock all that stuff out. We would certainly appreciate it. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF for all of your college football gambling needs. We do a show over there every week. Go and check it out on YouTube. Search out SBR Picks. Uh, Chris, is there anything else that you would like to hit? No, man. That's it, brother. Let's get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Hopefully, you have a good weekend and we cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.